here. But I want okay, so we are talking today about um, is the pandemic weighing you down? And I'm Jen Rice, and this is Leslie Crowley, and we are excited to just be here sharing some things on. Um, you know, staying as healthy as we can, really leaning into basically best practices that can put our health on track. Um, we both have been through struggles a little bit differently, but um, if you go back to episode one, we shared our stories on, you know, how we each found, uh, how Leslie found nutrition and I found functional medicine based on our own health issues. And now we're just super passionate at, at you know, really kind of paying that forward and making sure that uh, others can use the power of functional medicine and nutrition and really like just patient empowerment and self, um, you know, developing great habits to really move your health forward. Not just, not just in the absence of maybe an illness, but to really have optimal, optimal health. Uh, I know that people, say that, you know, getting older, we just have to, you know, kind of succumb to our health getting worse or not being able to do what we used to. And, and some of that can be, be true in some aspects, but most of it is just stuff that we've, we've told ourselves. And it's, it's um, things that we're doing also in our daily life that aren't um, helping us maximize our health. So we wanted to talk a little bit about this weight gain and how much weight gain has been going on uh, since March. And we know that this year has been incredibly stressful for all of us. I don't think anybody is going to say that this year hasn't had stress in some way, shape or form, but, you know, we've been hearing a lot from um, either clients, but also um, in, in our medical practices, uh, people are just have gained weight, 15 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds since March. And if you are already pushing the numbers on your BMI, um, they're saying a BMI over 35, you have increased risks of um, you know, complications from pretty much any health condition. But to add another 15 pounds on that can be pretty significant. So um, I'll let Leslie, why don't you kick us off with, um, you know, some things that you've been hearing about and, you know, what you've been reading about out there. Yeah. So, you know, is the pandemic weighing you down? I think it's probably one of the least talked about outcomes or side effects from 2020 and what 2020 has brought us. Um, definitely a change in our you know, normal, quote unquote, normal lifestyle, um, you know, can't go out to events, you can't go out to restaurants, your whole life has kind of been turned upside down. It's definitely been stressful. And I've heard the same things, you know, I still am a practicing PA as well. And hearing from, from patients about, you know, everybody's wants to call it, you know, the COVID-15 or the COVID-19, you know, well, it's, the 15 pound weight gain that they've had. That's kind of been the, the number that I've heard. I don't know if that's just because it was like made up and it's the one that's on social media and on memes everywhere, but um, I've oh, definitely- yeah, they, the hashtag uh, COVID-15. And then they were saying that um, one article I was reading was talking about how they were uh, kind of in a tongue in cheek saying, you know, how the freshman 15 when he went off to college and how 
you know, that was kind of cute because, you know, people were celebrating, you know, their independence and they were, you know, had put on a little weight being out at school, but that it wasn't super cute for a lot of us to have a hashtag, you know, COVID-15 or, right. Yeah. And so like, and where, like the question becomes like, where is this waking coming from? Right. So think about certain things. Okay. For a while we were, you know, shut down. <laughs> I mean, we could still go outside and walk around and do all that type of stuff. But if you were a normal gym goer, that was disrupted. Um, you're now working from home, right? So you're, our sedentary lifestyles that we already had became even more sedentary unless you made it a point and a habit to get outside and walk. Um, stress, stress levels go up. What does that make you do? Well, you want to grab the comfort foods, right? You want to grab something that's sugary, fattening, that feels good when it goes in because there's not a lot of feel good going on there right now, or there wasn't right six months ago, nine months ago when this all started, a lot of fear, a lot of like worry and Oh, that can, I mean, emotional eating, right? So what do you do? You find yourself elbow deep in the half gallon of ice cream that's sitting in the freezer. Um, not saying that ever happened to me, but <laughs> I mean, I did. Like, I literally found myself some nights eating ice cream. Like, what are you, why are you eating? Are you actually hungry? Like, is this something else? Are you feeling okay? Like, I remember the, um, like, so I remember very vividly early on this year, um, I was talking to a good friend of mine who's, um, she's a GYN out in Idaho. And we were, we had been talking since January. It was sort of like this impending thing. We've kind of been following what was going on, you know, in Italy and, you know, kind of, it felt like um, I really could feel it coming on in me in ways of like my anxiety was getting much worse. Not my fear of like, you know, like getting COVID, but it was more just like the unknown, like, what will this mean to everyone? Uh, worry about my parents. My parents are older. Um, you know, they do have uh, medical problems and um, just sort of this constant, almost like this dark cloud feeling that I don't, I haven't really experienced fortunately too much in my life, but I know that um, I just remember at that time feeling really like kind of overwhelmed with all the information, a lack of, um, you know, just knowing how to process and handle everything, even though I'm someone that works in medicine, um, there really wasn't, uh, there wasn't really even clear cut answers. And of course there still aren't, we're kind of playing this as we go, but time has helped us um, move through this. But I know some people move through this by stress eating. And uh, in fact, I wanted to tell you that I was reading this one article that said 70% um, of people in the US stress eat. And this website called Lose It reported um, a 266% increase in uh, candy, um, in, in candy eating in the last two weeks of March. And then that Weight Watchers, you know, the WW app, I think they changed their name to WW, they reported their members using like 40% more baking flowers. Um, throughout this. So, so, you know, people have been taking polls and then like um, one last poll I'll share was from WebMD. They polled a thousand uh, US residents and half of the women said they gained weight and a quarter of the men said they gained weight through, through this time. And so. And that's a, that's a huge statistic, right? So you think about where our 
country, our population was even before this in terms of, you know, the number of people or the percentage of the people who are considered, you know, either overweight or obese, um, you know, and the health concerns that go along with that at, at baseline. And then you add on the fact that like, of, you know, if 40 to, let's say, let's, let's play it small, let's say even like 25% of our population has gained weight during this time. That's a, that's a massive um, shift, right? Like, and, and I think figuring out one, you know, how are we going to change our habits moving forward? And what's about to be the new year, um, new year, you know, I hate the new year, new you thing, but um, you know, it's, it is a time to kind of reflect and, and figure out like, where do we want to go from here? You know? Well, I think another thing that this shown really brightly on a lot of us is um, how well we take care of ourselves can directly reflect how well we'll do immune system wise going forward. Even though we're on the cusp of, um, we do at the, at the time of this recording have vaccines being administered to certain, um, you know, people in in the the nation, um, frontline workers mostly. Uh, it's still the rollout plan. I want to say, and I don't quote me on this statistic, but but my mom's pretty good with her news reporting, and she said that for everyone or the amount to get vaccinated that needs to be would be the year 2060, 2060, and maybe that's not totally correct, but anyways, it's going to take years, and so we are left, um, you know sort of be figuring out, I like to figure out what can I control that I can control? Because I'm like a, a definite, I will admit, I'm a control freak about a lot of things. I just, I like to be in control. I don't like being out of control. Um, and that's why 2020, that <laughs> March, when it hit, you were like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because I can't control this now, right? Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> and so I'm, I was like, okay, what I can control is uh, my nutrition, what I'm feeding myself, um, getting myself in better shape, I'm taking advantage of going outside when I'm starting to feel like, you know, walls are closing in a little bit, got to get some fresh air, surrounding myself around people like you and um, other friends that I have and people that are positive and lifting me up. And then, you know, talking about things I'm passionate about, which is how, you know, you and I even started this podcast in the first place was so that we could, you know, hopefully bring about more passion for just being that empowered patient, that empowered um, person that doesn't have to just rely on the next pharmaceutical or, um, you know, fancy procedure to, to have the health that we want, because a lot of times this is self-made. It is um, something we have to work on every day with intention. And, and it is almost like a, a job. You know, if you start treating, you know, your health like a job, it will really um, kind of change the way that, that you are. And, you know, we both speak about this from experience. Um, it's not from, um, you know, not from the outside looking in, but more like the inside looking out where, you know, I definitely put my health on the back burner for a long time. Um, I really believe that pharmaceutical intervention was the way things should get fixed um, for myself and people around me. And I just didn't really realize the, the, the incredible strength that you have in your own diet and uh, lifestyle modification. So um, 
Yeah. I because yeah, I don't think that's talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you if you look at mainstream, you know, news outlets or mainstream media, whatever you want to call it, you know, that's not the message that you're getting or that you know that they're putting out, right? Right. And if you look at like commercials or if you like listen to the radio, I mean, how many commercials are about like food or fast food or some type of Pepsi pop, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, there's not a lot of stress put on or, or importance, I guess that stress Mm -hmm. is a bad word to use, but importance put on, you know, how do we actually make ourselves up? Like how do we optimize ourselves? Right? Like there's just not a lot of, unless you like really take the initiative, which is what Jen and I have both done, because we both realize, well, crap, we're in a spot where we don't want, we don't feel good. We don't want to be here. And like, if I don't do something about it, I'm just going to keep going down this path and who knows what might happen. Right. Right. Um, but in, yeah, like she said, unless you really decide to surround yourself and, and seek out the people who are, you know, change, like, making changes and are positive and are putting their health as a priority. Um, you kind of feel like you're like a, you know, a zebra on a field of horses sometimes. <laughs> like, right. Am I like the only one that's doing this? But no, you're not. Like there's a lot of people that are doing it. You just got to find them and yeah. they'll be your support system. So um, with this, we wanted to bring you six tips total but if you're starting from okay this is great guys but like i just i don't know where to start or like i just feel it feels daunting to start um where where should i even begin if i've kind of just let i mean first of all we got to let be what what's happened i mean you know it's been what eight months now roughly um, wherever you are today is just where you are. But, um, my first tip would be, I'm going to, I've got three and Leslie's got three and then we'll, um, we'll hopefully be giving you some good stuff here with this. So I think you just have to evaluate where you are personally. Like it really is like a sort of almost like a hard truth, but a little bit of a surrender where you say, okay, where am I right now? I don't saying you got to get out of tape measure and go all crazy like that or anything, but you, you could, but I mean, you should at least say, you know, where am I? Have I been to see my primary care doctor? Do I even have one? Um, have I been to either a naturopath, functional medicine or primary care? And that's your choice. Everybody chooses who they'd like to see as their, um, you know, their, their primary caregiver, but going to see them for a physical exam, let someone listen to your heart and lungs, let someone, you know, get you some routine blood work so that you even know like what's your vitamin D level? Um, Do you have anemia, which is like low red blood cells? Do you have um, thyroid problem? You know, these are very simple tests. Um, You know, even a urinalysis can give some uh, a practitioner a very good idea of your health. I think just doing these simple things, it doesn't take a lot of your time. but just going and getting your baseline information, I think could be like a huge gift to yourself for now to the new year, um, making that appointment and making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I 100% agree with you. And my first thing to add to that um, is it's all like, 
like Jen just said, it's, it's like, where are you? Like what, bring awareness to what you're doing right now. And what do I mean that by that? So one, I mean, do you know, I mean, do you know if you've gained weight? Do you know if you've maintained, you know, have you lost weight? You know, where, where are you? Um, now, if you're making that primary care appointment, you know, likely if they don't weigh you, then you might want to find a new provider, but <laughs> <laughs> they, should, you, they should be having you, you know, get on the scale. Um, if you want to do that at home, you can do that at home. But the, the point of getting on the scale isn't to make yourself feel bad. It isn't to beat yourself up. It is to just be like, okay, this is where I'm at, right? You, if you can't own where you're at right now, like you're not going to own making the changes that are going to get you where you want to go. Um, like I own the fact when I started, you know, my journey that I wasn't where I wanted to be. And that's the whole reason I started was because I was like, Ooh, you know, I'm getting to a place that like, I've never been before and I'm getting uncomfortable. I don't want to go there. So just figure out where you are. And it's, and it's, and it's not a bad thing. It doesn't mean you suck. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It's just your starting point. We all start somewhere and everybody's starting point is different. Um, but that also means bring awareness to like what you're actually putting into your body in terms of the food that you're eating. Are you eating fruits and vegetables and whole foods or are you eating everything out of a package? Um, are you getting takeout like every night of the week? Um, like what are your eating habits right now? And how much are you eating? Do you even know? Like we are really bad as humans <laughs> about knowing how much we're actually consuming on a daily basis. So we always, un usually we underestimate, I shouldn't say always, we usually underestimate how much we're consuming. Um, and then we overestimate like how much we're doing in terms of exercise and movement and all of that. So really get honest with yourself and, and just do a, um, I don't know if it's a food journal, you don't have to do a food, food journal, but just pay attention to like, am I like grazing all day long? Am I eating actual meals? Do I actually sit down and eat a full meal? Or am I running out the doors and, you know, shoving food in my face? Am I grabbing stuff out of the pantry every time I walk by? Like, what are those habits? So bring awareness to those um, because those, those habits are really what are going to make or break your, your success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's a hard look too at yourself. Um, I remember that feeling of getting weighed when I was kind of at my highest. Um, and, but I then just tried to flip the, the script in my head of like, but I'm moving forward. I'm going to do these. I'm just going to focus on the day ahead. So this would be the day ahead as far as my tip number two is um, adding basic supplements and nutrient-rich foods like uh, Leslie was mentioning. But supplement-wise, I'm always often, not always, but often surprised when someone tells me that's like, I don't know, maybe they're 35 years old, 40, 45, and I'll be like, oh, do you take a multivitamin daily or any, nothing, like no multivitamin, nothing, no, nothing. And so um, I really think that just a few key supplements are really important. Uh, the leading functional medicine practitioners talk about uh, vitamin C, magnesium, omega-3 fatty acids, because we tend to not get enough of that in our diets, the standard American diet, and then vitamin D3, most people will need that. Um, 
you know, in a pinch, could you just get a multivitamin and start somewhere? Absolutely. But, um, you know, it is good to sometimes have these sort of, um, you know, pharmaceutical grade options, which, which are able to be um, found in a lot of places now. So I would say starting with basic supplements and then of course, nutrient dense food, which is like eating the rainbow, how they say, you know, the more colors of your fruits and vegetables, the better and um, eating a variety of foods. Yeah. And that's what I would challenge you to do <laughs> is literally add a fruit or a vegetable to at least every meal. Um, does it have to be involved in every single like snack? If you have a snack in, in your day? No, but each meal should have at least a fruit or a vegetable in it. Um, so that we are getting those nutrients into our bodies that we need. And the other thing that I'll, I'll kind of say with this is, um, your water intake. Um, water intake is often overlooked and you have to understand that 70% of our body is actually water weight. Um, so if, if we're not hydrating ourselves properly, you can imagine that, you know, if we wanted to get down to the whole cellular level, which I don't want to at this point, but, um, being properly hydrated is, is going to make a world of difference, not only in how you feel, but in how you function. Um, so are you drinking, you know, half your body weight in ounces of water per day? If you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like drinking eight ounces of water a day, if that, which I've had, I've had clients that I work with that they're like, yeah, I don't um, just, I don't think I've had any water um, in the last like few days. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you, and so that's super common. Um, you know, and it seems like it would be, you know, an, a very simple thing, but it's so overlooked. And that's one of the you know, I'll just kind of tag this in there. It's one of the tips about um, if you are looking to be on a weight loss journey, you know, it, do the simple things. The simple things is where the magic happens. And we tend to overcomplicate the heck out of everything. We think we need to have all these special shakes and uh, I don't know, like meal plans, all these, you know, extra things. And really, if we just did the simple stuff, like, okay, I'm going to drink my 80 ounces of water every day. And I'm going to not say my next one, because that's my next tip. Um, I'm going <laughs> to get my sleep. I'm going to eat whole foods. You know, I'm going to have an idea of like how much I'm actually consuming on a daily basis so that I'm not overeating or undereating. You know, it's really the simple things and doing them over and over and over again. And that's, that's literally where the magic is. I, I remember going to work and not wanting to drink water because I didn't like to have to stop and go to the bathroom. So that I was really guilty of that. And I was just, that's horrible. And um, so now I try to bring like a cup that, um, and I count them uh, at work. I try to do, I mean, definitely if I haven't drank at least one and I've been there all day, like that's not good, but I usually will get one whole one and then try more. So like it's, I'm, I'm definitely challenging myself, uh, raising the bar of the, um, of getting close to my ideal ounces. I don't hit it every day, but if some of you are like, Oh, I don't like having to stop because then you have to go to the bath. It's, that's a real thing. I know, <laughs> but you got to drink the water. <laughs> Especially if you work in medicine, it's a real thing. Cause like, you're just like, man, am I, am I going to have time to go to the bathroom? I hope. Um, one tip I've heard is like sipping on it can seem like, oh my gosh, I'm like sipping on water like all day long. 
Um, one thing that might help is, you know, drink eight to 16 ounces before every meal, right? One, you might not be able to, if you're overeating, you might not be able to eat as much because you just, you know, filled your body a half hour before with some water. Um, but yeah, that's an easy way. So every meal, you know, at least get eight or so ounces in and that's what, at least 24. Mm -hmm. And then you can get the other stuff in throughout the day. Yeah. So before I jump into the last uh, tip that I have, I just wanted to mention some people may have a question of, you know, what is the difference with like functional medicine and, you know, like regular conventional or allopathic medicine when it comes to looking at weight in general or weight gain and what, what concepts are different when you work with someone um, with a functional medicine background or that's, uh, that's using these kind of, um, I guess you'd say tools um, to, to help. And really with functional medicine, we're looking at uh, metabolic, hormonal, you know, environmental things, uh, things that are contributing to the weight gain. Cause it's not as simple as, uh, oh, you just ate a bunch of food and now you're heavier and now you can't lose the weight because you're just not moving enough. I mean, I guess fundamentally you could say calories in calories out, but, but really there's other things behind that. There's emotion behind it. There's environmental things, there's stress. Um, you know, which brings me to my last tip, which is making a daily plan for stress reduction. I think if I didn't get my own personal stress under control and which it's not under control, but it's better, um, that I, the weight would cling on because stress causes you to release, you know, more cortisol. It can keep your hormones unbalanced. Um, whether it's walking daily, which was something that I kind of gravitated to right away. Um, some people it's praying, um, meditating, you know, journaling, but you really would have to schedule that in. I think finding ideal time slots to remove your stress are key. So like a non-negotiable for me is currently before bed. Uh, I will meditate. And fortunately, Dennis does this with me now too. We'll meditate for like, it's not long, like 15, 20 minutes. And it's not a big thing um, using an app. And then a new non-negotiable that I just brought in a couple weeks ago is stretching for 10 to 15 minutes in the morning quietly before I go jump to the morning, like, and I know a lot of people have more, I mean, many people have written about morning routines and I've read, you know, Miracle Morning. And um, I am like the person that gets up 30 minutes before you have to go to work. <laughs> so if anybody out there is the same thing, uh, then, you know, you're like, why would I get up two hours before work to have all that? I mean, I know that it helps people, but I do like to sleep. So every minute that I get up to there is, is worth it. But so stress reduction with intention is how we can, the weight loss will come off as a side effect of, um, and as long, as long as you're doing, you know, number one and number two, two um, tips that should um, send you on, at least in a positive direction. Yeah, absolutely. Stress is huge. Um, it's one of the things I think we don't consider when we're working on a weight loss journey or often it's or often it's like missed, right? Or not addressed. Um, and people will often take the, well, I just have to eat less and move more. Well, 
Yes and no. Um, if your body, like Jen alluded to, if your body isn't in a state where it's, you know, thriving, where your metabolism is working at its optimal level, where your hormones are balanced and your cortisol isn't constantly high or off the chart and doing all the things it's not supposed to, right? Your body's not going to be in a state to, to get rid of that. It's just not going to happen. Um, so stress, stress is huge. Stress is a huge thing. I will share a quick little thing with like my journey. Um, like I, I could tell like during the, during the week, right? So I went through a journey where I lost 30 pounds working with a coach, all the things. Um, and I, I don't have a bad relationship with the scale. It's just part of my habit now. I weigh myself every day. I don't really have a reaction to the scale, but I just like to understand like how my body is, do like what my body is doing, how it reacts to different things. Um, so literally like, like clockwork almost every week with, with, my, with my body, it's like stress levels go up at work during the week, weight goes up for the whole week until oh. Thursday, usually Friday, it's still a little up and then Saturday, boom, it drops back down. And so wow. that, was, that was my trend. Like it would go up, down. And then like the overall trend was, you know, down, but it was really interesting to like watch the, the fl fluctuations with that. Um, I mean, that is that is interesting. That is crazy, but it makes sense. Um, I've been a scale avoider for, I don't even know when, honestly, I'm not sure the last time I was on a scale. I kind of go by pants fitting and um, I've always had an almost unhealthy um, thing about weight and always like this thought of like a number in my head. Now, now it's not as stressful for me because I'm, I'm staying at where I want, want to be. But for so long, it was like, oh, I got to lose that extra 10 pounds or why can't that extra 10 or 15 come off or maybe next year. And then like another 10 would come on. And it yeah. was like, what is happening? Um, yeah, the scale, the scale and like seeing a number is, is a, is a big mindset thing that, um, a lot of people have a problem with mostly, mostly women, but you know, men too, but, um, we define ourselves by that number. Like we had, like, we put so much focus on that number and there's so many things that go into making that number what it is. Right. I mean, yeah. Like if you're, you, you know, especially a woman's body with like hormonal changes throughout the month, we oh, can yeah. change like five pounds within a couple of days because of water weight. Um, when I started focusing on the habits and this is something that, um, you know, when we recently did the, um, seven day reset program, we really talked a lot about habits and, um, other things that get you to that end result of the weight coming off because I stopped paying attention to the weight because it was just kind of falling off by eating you know, the anti-inflammatory foods by working on stress, you know, so there is just a lot of, there's more like, I think it, we are told that, um, oh, do keto, do paleo, do, um, and there's nothing wrong with any of these diets. So I'm not diet bashing, but I don't think they give people like you were saying earlier before we jumped on, that is a short-term result. It's hard to be locked into a long-term result and a lifelong result. So for me, like I have been able to maintain my weight for three years. You've been doing it for a yeah, year and a half. Yeah, I've been for a year now through the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Um, 
So that, yeah, it, it's definitely, it's, it all comes down to our habits and our lifestyle for sure. Um, and, you know, when, when people, st- you know, people start a weight loss journey, they're like, oh, I just have to change what I eat. Okay. Yes and no. Um, there's a lot more that goes into it. You have to change, you know, so much more than, you know, just what you're eating. You have to change your habits. You have to change your lifestyle. You, you know, it's a whole kind of lifestyle shift. Um, and one of the things that many of us may have been, you know, slacking on over the last few months is our, just our daily like movement. You know, we're already like sedentary as a society. And then now we're working from home. Well, some people are working from home and like, you know, you're not going out and you're not doing these things and we're just sitting. Right. So one thing I would challenge everyone to do that listens to this is I don't care if you get to the 10,000 steps, because maybe you're only getting like two or 3000 steps right now but just upping your daily movement, whether that's doing one 30 minute walk a day, whether that's two 15 minute walks, you know, depending on where you are in the country where I am, it's freaking cold out now. So it's really hard. It's hard to go outside and like bundle all up and get the dog and it's icy and there's all sorts of things, but I still go out there and do it because I know it's important for my body. Our bodies are made to move. Um, And I'm not talking like you're not going out and running like six miles or something every day. You don't have to do that. You just have to move Mm -hmm. and your movement could be doing yoga. Your movement could be, you know, going on a walk. Um, I like doing dance parties. That's like one of my things when I want to feel better, I like put on some good music and I dance and you know, that's one way to get in movement. Um, so even though we, we have, (laughs) I thought at first you were going to say you host dance parties. I was like, you didn't tell me about these Zooms that they're dance parties. Where are these happening? You're like, no, No. solo parties. They're my solo like dance parties. Um, you know, like you, we all have times when our energy levels might not be quite where we want them. That's one thing that brings my energy levels up and it makes me feel good. Right. Like it's something that makes me feel good. And that's, when you know, like when you have those tools in your, your quote unquote, your tool belt, um, you know, you can help bring yourself out of like a low energy state. If I stayed in that state, I might find myself, you know, digging through the pantry for, you know, the freaking Oreo cookies or whatever. Um, but you know, just, just tools, just move. move And I I think, uh, with the movement that you're talking about and some of the concepts that, that we've mentioned, although we are talking about weight here um, for our listeners that are that don't have a weight problem and you know they're t- totally content with their current weight if you're suffering from fatigue or you know feeling constantly run down like just tired more often that's coming also from this stress too and so all these things can apply there as well so nutrient rich food supplementation um, moving more stress reduction so it all crosses um you know weight of course can like we said stress eating 70 percent of the u.s but we also i don't know the fatigue number off the top of my head but it's probably pretty darn high this year <laughs> it's probably off the charts right uh no you know it's not not to be light on it but it's it's you know it's a tough tough time so you know with this we hope that um you know what leslie and i have been trying to do is just make sure that we're uh, sending out messages about restoring and, and maintaining your body in peak shape whatever you know that can look like for you for some people it's a little bit of a of a new journey 
Some people, it's um, been an ongoing journey. Maybe they need to restart it. But um, we do have a uh, handout that is a uh, PDF that we'll put in the, the show notes that is 35 ways to boost immunity and metabolism. We put those resources in there. It's an absolutely free guide. Um, I think it can be helpful. We've gotten great feedback on it and uh, it has some good information in it. But um, we're looking forward to bringing you more more topics and guests and yeah, I mean yeah. we'll put that that freebie in the notes here or underneath this video wherever you're watching it if you are watching and or listening whatever it is. Um, but we also have our new texting options. Oh yes. So um, I I'm I'm a foodie. Um, that's one thing you will learn about me as we go. If you follow us or go through this journey with us, uh, I love food. I love all things about food. I can eat food like all day long. Well, I don't, but I wish I could. Um, <laughs> I love new recipes. I love cooking. I love baking, all the things. So um, we do have a couple of um, texting subscriptions that um, we are offering their you know, monthly things, um, super low investment, like a couple of bucks a month we're talking and you'll get, uh, recipes delivered right to your phone. Um, if you are in a weight loss journey or any type of nutrition journey like that, and you track your food, um, that's something I am very well versed in. And I can help you with that, but all of these recipes will be preloaded into the app, My Fitness Pal, so you could look it up. It'd be super easy to know exactly what nutrients you're getting, um, your calorie breakdown, your macro breakdown, all of that type of stuff. Um, so we will put those links in the show notes as well. We would love to have you. Um, this first smoothie recipe goes out tomorrow. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, perfect. We'll put that link in there and um, we'll be back then. Um soon with a uh, more good stuff for um maximizing our uh, wellness and, and going on in the journey right yeah getting everybody functionally fit right yes okay have a great great night